We are speaking against the backdrop of the high court ruling on the reasonability clause. Some have focused on the narrow majority in actually striking down this particular clause, but significantly is the much wider majority in the broader uh, ruling of the justices regarding their review of basic laws. It seems to be quite a significant development. What is your take on what transpired? I agree with you that um, the more important decision is not about the specific case, which is very important, but the big importance was that the court has authority to have review over basic law, which means that the constitutive power of the Knesset is not unlimited. And although we did have mentioning of that in the past, and specifically with the, the decision about the nation-state law, but they never said it clearly. Uh, it was always always only in theoretical and obiter dicta, what we, we call in, in uh, uh, lawyers' language. It, it means that it wasn't um, the main issue of, of the decisions. And this time, we have a, a majority of 12 out of 15 ruled that the court has authority to have review over uh, basic laws. And specifically, they said that when a basic law is infringing the core values of Israel as a democracy and as a Jewish state, then the court might have the, the authority to, to strike it down. And it's, it's true that on the matter that on, of the specific uh, case that had, they had before them about the, the basic law about uh, reasonableness, only eight judges, which is still a majority, decided that this, uh, that this specific amendment is indeed infringing democracy so gravely that they have to, to nullify it. But three more judges didn't just um, say that it's okay. They interpreted the law in a very narrow interpretation in order not to nullify it. So actually 11 judges from the panel thought that the law couldn't stand. So looking at this uh, decision as, you know, a divided court of eight against seven is really uh, false. They had different uh, views and they had a vast majority that says that there is authority to have a review of basic laws and there was a big majority that thought that this uh, law is unconstitutional and Eight actually nullified this law, and three uh, narrow it by interpretation. In a sense, then, taking these two decisions together, for those who might say that the court is assuming upon itself unmitigated power, the ruling on the reasonability clause actually gives expression, perhaps, to the caution with which they would exercise such power. That's right. It shows that even if you have authority, you don't necessarily use it. And again, the whole issue was to the fact that the court that the court has a, a power over uh, reviewing the basic laws is almost it, it was impossible to get another decision because Israel has so uh, is so lacking with checks and balances. We don't have. Uh, two houses of parliament. We don't have a president uh, with uh, real powers. We don't have um, 
a constitution that it is very hard to change. They they talked about it in in the verdict that you cannot compare us to to places where it to to uh, amend the the constitution. You have to have two thirds in two houses and then ratify it in states and all that. Here we have amendments to to basic laws uh, thirty times in 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 a decade. So you cannot look at those basic laws as something sacred because if if they decided otherwise the knesset with a 61 majority could actually legislate anything it would give absolute power for a 61 majority and they said well some of you uh, some of the uh, of the people who support it claim that this is democracy democracy is what the majority wants but the majority in the courts thought otherwise that democracy is also protecting minorities, protecting liberties. So it, it means that a 61 majority actually cannot do anything they want. So that's the other side, that if basic laws are to have a special status, mm-hmm. which they were deemed in decades back in what sort of yeah. was looked as the origin, then the Knesset should not abuse that in order to advance whatever political agendas or interests it might have at a particular time. Exactly, yes. And, and it ha- I have to stress that the basic laws will still have a very uh, uh, special status, even after this verdict. It doesn't mean that they are just as all the other laws. Mm-hmm. The, the standard of having judicial review over a regular law is, is this contradicting a basic law? And therefore, there are many grounds or where you uh, might say that the law is unconstitutional. In order to nullify a basic law, it has to be really, really grave and against democracy itself or against the Jewish uh, Mm -hmm. uh, nature of the country. So it's because I hear some uh, criticism that say, well, now if all the laws are the same and and therefore all the, uh, what you said decades ago, Banka Mizrahi case, is 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 false because how can they say that a law is contradicting a basic law if they are on the same level they are not on the same level it's a very different uh, standard of scrutiny about laws and about basic law going forward then what mm-hmm. do you expect to see can uh, entering into a cycle of the knesset now trying to circumvent this particular ruling um are we heading into a real constitutional reform, or, or, or which the IDI certainly has been speaking about for a long time? Well, I, I, I tell you what, what I think we should do. I think we should have uh, a constitution, and, and if not a constitution, then at least basic law legislation that will uh, give a big majority for for the basic laws in order that not any 61 majority can just change all the rules of the game all the time and every year or every month. We do need this and we do need um, to to have um, in basic laws what are the authorities of the courts, when can they strike down laws. We do have that and we do have to do that. But this should be done with a big... uh, um, with a big majority and after a long decision, a long process, not something that is done within two months and by uh, just a coalition majority. We do have to have this uh, coalition, uh, this uh, uh, constitutional uh, uh, arrangement 
rearrangement. I do hope that we will hear very soon from, from the Prime Minister and from the government that they respect the decision of the court. Um, we didn't hear that exactly, but we, we heard some, some, some of them say that, well, we will wait for, the, for it for after the war. Okay. But I think in a democracy, it should be very, very clear that the decision of the Supreme Court is abiding for everyone, including the government. If not, if not, we have chaos and we have a constitutional crisis like you suggested. And of course, this particular petition is one of several still mm-hmm. before the court relating to elements of the government's judiciary overhaul. So looking at this ruling, does it give you an indication of how you think the court will go on the other petitions? Yeah, the, in- the incapacitation is, is the 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 second one that will have to be delivered in in ten days from now. Um, this is the deadline. It can be it can be done today or tomorrow, but the the, the deadline is ten, 10 days from now. But you have to un- we have to understand that the decision about the incapacitation uh, was narrowed during the hearing, so they wouldn't strike down the the, the law itself. It's, it's very clear that they wouldn't. The only question is, should they postpone? Um, the implication of it um, for the next Knesset, because it, it was a, like a personal law that was designed to to help Benjamin Netanyahu. So um, I'm, I'm, I don't think that it might give some some hint that the court is is in in a state of mind of of putting lines. And, and putting borders to, to the coalition uh, majority. But I think, and, and we heard the, the hearing about the incapacitation, and I think that there will be, again, a majority, maybe not a big majority, that will say, well, we're not striking down this law because we can interpret it in a way that it, is, it will not be implemented immediately, but in the future. And therefore, it's not a nullification of a basic law. It's just an interpretation.